Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Wherever you are, welcome to our episode of Sheologian. We're here today to put the she in toxic. Oh, I thought you were going to reference the, uh, I thought you were going to be like, we're here today to put the woman in a woman oh. <laughs> or something like that. The a wo- I mean, honestly, after that. Look, we've been doing this much longer. We did it first. He actually yeah. stole and it from not us. in a heretical way. We've not been praying to he, any gods yeah. other than the one true God. But also after that guy did that, then everything just went to hell in a handbasket. So I felt like maybe if I did that, it would be very, it's just a bad idea. Right. It's just a bad idea. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy, I have been meaning to tell you this story for like two months. And oh. you said something earlier that triggered it. And I was like, yes, I'm going to remember. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Okay, and then good. I forgot to tell you again. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you now before okay, I forget. Good, good. Okay. So I have really curly hair. I don't, maybe this happens to you too, but I think it's probably more of a curly girl side effect of having curly hair. But okay. all of my hair ties have. All of my hair ties get like clumps of hair wrapped around them. Mm-hmm. Like mine, really bad. Mine do that too. But I also have really long hair. Right. So it could be, there could One be people those. listening right. that are like, I don't I don't experience relate. that. Yeah. yeah. No, my hair is wrapped around my hair ties. It's really bad. Uh-huh. So like, I just, I throw them away fairly regularly. Right. Um, and so we probably should all just start throwing away hair ties more. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever intentionally thrown a hair tie away, but I have lost about 5 million hair ties. Oh, no. Once. But if I just threw them away. Then it wouldn't be a problem. Would at least be. Yeah. My own. Right. Of my own doing. Anyway, go on. I just, I just throw them away regularly. I'm like, this one's done. Like, this is a lot of hair. I love that. I never thought about that before ever. (laughs) My whole life. That's weird. Well, what's really funny is, so we only have. We only have one bathtub in the house and it's in mm. the kid's bathroom. Yeah. So whenever I take a bath and I take my hair tie out, I put it on the side. Like mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a spot of my stuff right. in there and yeah. I'll put my hair tie there. And <laughs> so <laughs> Waylon, my sweet boy. Okay. He, whenever he sees my hair ties, he assumes that they're trash <laughs> because they because they have hair stuck on them and they look uh-huh. like trash. And he's a boy. And, and he's a boy. He's like, I can't imagine what that would be and for. And so the other day he was just like, I can't believe your, I can't believe your hair tie keeps coming back. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, you have this one hair tie and ev- it's really messed up. And every time I see it, I throw it away. But it keeps showing up again. It keeps coming back. It's like a haunted doll. <laughs> I throw it away and it just like goes back to the same spot. So I died laughing because all this time I thought I was remembering to take my hair tie with me out of the bathtub. 
And all this time, every day he saw it, he was throwing it away. And he thought that they were all the same hair tie because they all look the same. They all have hair wrapped around them. So he's just been throwing them away every, like, every, every couple days. And I've just been putting one back every couple days. And he assumed that it was coming back. It was, it was crawling out of the trash. Like coming back. And I was like, Waylon, that's not all the same hair tie. And he was like... All of your hair ties look like <laughs> like he was judging my hair ties. Anyway, it was that's the best. just how they look. It was I just <laughs> I just loved it. And oh, to live in ten year old household land. with multiple people and <laughs> just the weird things. things that happen. Well, this and it's funny because um, I've kind of been doing the same thing with Eric. I found out yesterday is that. I'm in a real big ginger ale phase right now. Like, Ooh. I don't drink soda, but... As we all should be. I love ginger ale, and I don't know. Right now, I just want one every day. Mm-hmm. So my husband loves me, so he's been stocking the fridge with ginger ale. And every <laughs> every day, I've been getting frustrated with myself because I've been opening up the fridge, and there's an, there's an open half full can of ginger ale and I'm like why do I keep doing that this just doesn't seem like me like I just I feel like <laughs> this is something that I wouldn't do I hate flat soda you don't right. just leave an open soda overnight right. you, like you you drink it all you drink it or you trash it right yeah so every day I've been waking up in the morning and I've been like ah oh, summer you did it again <laughs> I've been taking the and ginger ale throw it away. and throwing it away and then the the other night I saw Eric take a ginger ale out and make himself a mixed drink with it and then put the rest oh. in the fridge. And then I put it together the next morning. I was like, it's not me. <laughs> He's the one. <laughs> so now you just have to save the half so he can use the other half. Now I know. Or whatever. Yeah, because I never finish a whole one. I can't. That's the lame. Even the little That's cans? embarrassing. No, I, don't, I get the... He gets the regular size ones okay. for me. So anyway, just you guys... This is the stuff that happens. I had, so I've written, because we haven't recorded it in a while, I wrote down a bunch of stuff. Yes. Aren't you proud of me? Yes. I actually wrote I down am. a bunch of stuff that I was like, I need to share this on Sheologians. And I also have a miscommunication yes. that I wrote down that I thought was hilarious. And my husband and I were sitting on our patio and I was laughing so hard about it that he actually like was like, shh, shh. <laughs> It was one of those. Because I was being too loud. Um, But so he was quizzing me on like what to do in survival situations. Oh, no. As you can imagine happens. Yeah. Well, and so what he'll do in this specific instance, he was like, okay, the only tools you have are the items we have on this patio with us. Oh. So, you know, I'm going through this whole thing. This is so, I'm stressed out listening to this. (laughs) So I did a great job. I did way better than... Yeah. He thought I would do. I surprised him for sure. Um, But so he was talking about people like falling in the water and freezing. And he said something like something to the effect of like freezing like Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, yeah. And so I'm sitting there thinking about it. And then I realize I'm thinking of the Titanic. Yeah. Is he thinking about the Revenant? not even an option in my head. I know. <laughs> and he was. Of course he was. <laughs> I hated and that. And I was movie. like, 
Leonardo DiCaprio has been in multiple yeah. movies where freezing he goes situations. in the water and freezes. Freezing situations. That is so funny. Mm. I never in a million years would have thought of a yeah. revenant. Instantly like, imagined not even a thought. The door. Yeah. Kate Winslet. Yeah. And then I was like, this actually, is a Titanic reference. I was like, he actually probably meant this other movie. <laughs> this other movie. I didn't like that movie, so it doesn't <laughs> register in my right. brain. Right. Right. I mean, they were years apart. I did also, right. I did a slight amount of research. I was like, I wonder how many freezing movies Leonardo DiCaprio has been in. And as, as far as I remember from when I did, I think it's just those two. Those two. Okay. So, well, if you, um, if you, if you're thinking of anything else as let we listen know. to this right now, please let us know. Please, please <laughs> let us know. Um, speaking of that, I've been catching up on voicemails and emails and it's just been, I, I didn't like for two weeks in December, I was like, no, right. I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not checking my email and now I'm playing catch up. Um, we missed an opportunity, um, to tell Elizabeth Hernandez happy birthday and I felt really bad about it. So I told her husband that we would tell Elizabeth Hernandez a belated happy birthday. I don't know where you are, but I know you're listening. At least your husband thinks you are. Your husband thinks you're listening to this. He's trying to do a good thing. He's trying. But up until this point, we've basically just been talking about weird miscommunications (laughs) that happen in the home. So maybe (laughs) it's the same thing. Or maybe we are indeed wishing you. Just, a very happy belated we, it birthday. It was sometime last month. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I wanted to do that. I wanted to t- remind you guys that we are starting book club this week mm-hmm. on Wednesday, the 13th at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, <laughs> which I realize is literally just Arizona. So, I guess what I should say is 3 p.m. Eastern Okay, is when we're doing this. I don't know. I will never have an easy time with the time change you all have to go through. And I'm really sorry. So, if you just want to, like, just Google what time is it in Arizona, and then you'll know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yes, we're starting. We're kicking off. Um, it's not too late. I'm pretty sure. I can't say this. For certain, but I think we bought out Amazon we did. stock. I also saw I saw that and I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we, we cleared sold out them out. Amazon of the book we're doing, uh, which is called Broken Bread, and it's by Tilly Dillahay. Um, you can obviously get it on Kindle if you don't like that. I know you can get it at barnesnoble.com. And then um, a couple other people have mentioned where you can get it um, online. There's other places that you can get it if you and want it, Well, and copy. right now it's saying... Like one to two weeks to ship the last I yeah. checked. So they could get the book and then just just join us, sans yeah. the book and catch up or yeah. whatever. This week you we're do. just discussing the introduction, which is really just an orientation into book club and the book right. itself. So if you don't get it until next week, that's fine. The week after, I would say that's even fine because we're just going to be discussing the first chapter. Um, a lot of people who've joined book club said that they're like, they blew past the first chapter because they couldn't put it down. Ooh. Um, so it's, and it's not a difficult read, but anyway, yeah. um, so join book club at patreon.com slash And we'll see you guys on Wednesdays for that. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, our voicemail number is 470-465-0475. I really should write that down. Like 
how my dad has like a sticker on his screen. <laughs> like even though he's been saying it for like 20 years. Right. I feel like I Just still... to make sure yeah. we keep it right. Sometimes, you know, I have to put in my own phone number and I'm like, I don't know. I don't call myself. I don't know. Anyway, 470-465-0475. Do you have anything else? No? Okay. I think that's it. Um, so this is, uh, this topic, what we're going to talk about today was your idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I saw an article about it and I was reading oh. into it and then the next day or like three days after, no, it was the next day. I'm pretty sure one of my friends messaged me and was like, have you heard about this? And I was like, okay, there's all the confirmation I need that, <laughs> that we need. Cause I was already thinking, I'm so curious. is this an episode? I was like, is this a she legends episode? <laughs> and then someone was like, Hey, this should be a she legends episode that I know and love. And you're like, all and right, so done. I was like, okay, then it will be. Um, and okay. So I guess, Toxic positivity yeah, is the topic. It's so like... I have things to say. I have things to say about positivity in general. Yeah. I have things to say about toxic positivity also. Right. Um, But I guess the best way to just prime you guys is that toxic positivity is the like sort of almost like delusional... Yeah. Uh push mm-hmm. for positivity. Mm-hmm. So I guess a very extreme example would be if you cracked your femur in half and someone was <laughs> like, I know you're having a bad day, but like, at least it's not worse. It's or not your why skull. don't you just think on the bright side, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's, it's obviously it's, uh, that sounds ridiculous. And, uh, and I agree that it is ridiculous, but there is a larger conversation that we need to have about positivity mm-hmm. and what toxic positivity means. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so basically toxic positivity is saying that there, there is a moment when it is not appropriate mm-hmm. to, well, I should say, I feel like I'm saying it in a way that is giving it a little bit too much grace, but... oh. So like there is a, there, there are moments when it's appropriate to not push positivity, right? That's a no brainer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like we aren't just cause we're Christians doesn't mean we're like delusional. Like we don't pretend something is positive if it's not. And we're right. not in the business of like making every trouble a pleasantry. Troubles are not pleasantries and it's not Christian to confuse the two. Yeah. There's nowhere in the Bible that's like (laughs) delude yourself into Into happiness. Right. (laughs) Yes. That's not, that's not how you are joyful. You don't just like employ positive thinking, which is why I guess that's where I want to start with like, what is positivity? It's not something, it's something that we have heard, especially if you're our age. Yeah. Which is soon to be 32. Stop. Um, (laughs) It is something that you have just heard your whole life. Like be positive. um, Look on the bright side. Talk positive. Right. Good vibes. Now is a little bit. Yeah. Baby speak life. Whatever that means. So before we get into toxic positivity, I do kind of want to talk about. Let's just whatever caveat we need to give. I don't have a problem with 
encouraging people to reflect on the ways they've been blessed. Um, I don't have a problem with, Mm -hmm. but let's, let's be clear that positivity, that word, that sort of a, I guess uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. My brain is just foggy, but um, it's like a part of like a wave. It It's a part of a, like a movement. Yeah. That, uh, that we grew up in and yeah. it does come from somewhere. Yeah. And so I'm not against you using the word positivity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know that the kind of positivity we're talking mm-hmm. about and the kind of positivity that is referenced in toxic positivity is, um, is not just looking on the bright side of things. It's more of like an ideology. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think, um, a lot of, it's particularly relevant right now because I know a lot of, there's just a huge movement that no one in my orbit is really involved in, but, um, of just, when I think about this, I think about what a lot of what's going on in the new age movement, a lot of things like with, you know, people, people carry around rocks in their pockets now mm-hmm. to try to feel positive vibes. I heard about, I've heard the th- there's a thing called a wealth corner. Oh. And it's like a corner of your house that you can determine through some whatever feng shui or something. And so if you like put certain crystals in your wealth corner, mm. Then you... Then you become... Yeah. Wealthy. <laughs> that, I think, would be an example of toxic positivity. Of just this very... It's a very shallow, empty, meaningless, just-be-happy mantra that, you know, honestly, if if you are... What's sad about it is that if you are an unbeliever, why wouldn't you turn to rocks and mantras and all these kinds of very empty things and just what it really is, is by your own power, create positivity. Right. Um, Well, and the assumption is that all humans run off of a diet of positivity. Right. And we, well, and, or negativity. And based off of those two things, you will either thrive or crash and burn. Right. But that's not how that is. It's, Posit- the positivity movement is very new agey. If you yeah. think about it in and of itself, positive, um, if you want to say vibes, charge, mm-hmm. like it, it has very much, it's, it's, it's like steeped in that language. Right. Yeah. 100%. And so again, I'm not saying you can't use the word be positive or whatever, sure. but let's just start with, let's just be careful about how much, we rely on positivity to fuel mm-hmm. our souls. Right. Um, Cause that's not what human, human beings aren't just a sliding scale. They're not a gas tank mm-hmm. of if, if you surround yourself with positivity and if you're, if you yourself are positive, then you will be, you will have a good life. And then the opposite would be if you sur- fill yourself with negativity. Right. So, so that um, it is, it's, a let's just say that somewhere in the word positivity depending on who you're talking to can be found a philosophy a way of life um Mm -hmm. that is rooted in the new age and that even and 
not I'm not saying it's everyone paganism. Just if right, you're a yeah. pagan. Right. But it's just the idea that um what what makes my life life is and human life is mm-hmm. a series of positive and negative or negative charges. And so mm-hmm. you should seek positive right. charges. Um, or vibes or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. so that um, you can have a positive life and be a good right. person. I hope we don't have to explain too much why right. we don't believe any right. of that. No. It's true. <laughs> well, one time I heard, um, <clears throat> one time, uh, and if, if you watch, I don't know if you get, when I, I, when Intervention was really popular, I definitely oh, yeah. watched it. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll never forget the first time I heard someone tell a someone who consistently abused dr- drugs to just try harder. Mm-hmm. And I laughed because it's like, well, the, the you know the, the assumption here is that if things are going badly, then like you just haven't tried hard enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very pagan way of thinking, right. but it's, it's entirely unbiblical because we know from scripture that all trials, all suffering, all pleasantness that's sent our way is from the hand of God. Right. Now, obviously if you're someone who abuses drugs, <laughs> um, that's not a trial sent by God. That's a trial that you'd sent yourself. Right. Um, but the point is, is that the, it's like you look at this person who, needs to be washed by Jesus's blood, who needs repentance. You can't just tell them just try harder. That's not a solution for idolatry. (laughs) Um, And that's not going to help them because they're not going to just try harder. They might try harder to hide their addiction from you, but they're not going to just magically without repentance, without Christ, uh, be able to try harder and just not be a drug addict anymore. Right. Um, and, you know, white knuckling it for the rest of your life is not an answer. <laughs> That's not relief. Right. And I it's will, not positive. It is. Um, it's just so you know, fake it till you make it is a, an AA mantra. Yeah. Um, mantra. Because there is not actual healing found in that. There is right. once an addict, always an addict. And just yeah. as long as you never use again, um, right. you, you will be... Holy, like right. our, our determination of that word. Right. Um, but so it's interesting because we don't like at face value, we would be against toxic positivity, which mm-hmm. is basically what you just described. We are not delusional and we would think it would, it's really an affront to like, it's an affront to people's feelings in general. And, um, we should be able to look at each other's uh, strife and burdens. And instead of just trying to say something that makes it better, um, we should actually care and come alongside people and, and not make it about us so that we can like diffuse um, Mm -hmm. pain or anything like that or uncomfortable feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, Confrontation, confront, being able to, confront difficult things is a sign of Christian maturity and it, and it will show, it will demonstrate to you what kind of friendship you actually have. Well, and sometimes it's not saying anything, right? You know, sometimes (laughs) it's just shutting up. Sometimes you trying to say the right thing is for you. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> to make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so don't do that. <laughs> but so what you have a lot here. So aside from what we take, everything that we just said, toxic positivity, according to the world is. So the definition is the same, but just understand. Okay. So, so if you subscribe to the, the more new agey, worldly, humanist, secular version of positivity that I described earlier, you now have a group of people coming out. Well, so many people are obsessed with um, like diagnosing narcissism in their yeah, what is spouse that? or... I've been seeing that so much lately. Of, right. Like women online wanting to diagnose narcissism. And it's yeah. just like, wait. What? Hold on. Yeah. You just described every person ever in your post, by right. the way. Right. Well, and obviously there's certain instances of people who really uh, are on to something. And then there are plenty of people that have just let bitterness towards their spouse grow to the point where this they can't, they can't even understand each other or have like a dialogue. Everything they do is a sign of <laughs> right. how wrong they are. Right. <laughs> and so... Um, it's sort of this similar line of thinking that leads us to what I would consider. It's just like toxic positivity, depending on who, depending on who is talking about this toxic positivity and just regular old positivity can be just can indicate just as harmful of a thing. Um, Cause toxic positivity, obviously it's the rejection of something that we would agree is bad. Like you don't want to be, you don't need to be overtly positive, but that's, but they don't actually have an understanding of why positivity wouldn't help. Because it's you know the what only, I mean? it will, if you're feeling bad. <clears throat> they don't actually have a standard for right. that. They if don't you have remove understand God of, from the equation, if there's no moral ought, then one of the only things you can do is hope that this rock is going to make you feel better. Right. Or, and just, or your behavior or the people around you. So if yeah. someone's toxic... Just right. cut them out of your life because Easy, then, <laughs> because then the charge around you is positive. And so right. the charge going into your body will be positive <sighs> and then good things will happen. It's law of attraction. You guys, this is totally new age stuff. So again, you can use the word positive. It's not stolen, but just keep in mind. This philosophy is not rooted <clears throat> in anything right. you're going to find in scripture. Right. And so you will have. It's, it's not about, we don't, I guess my point in talking about this is it's not about the determination of whether something is deemed positive or toxic positivity. Because um, I think there's also a, la a real lack of grace mm -hmm. in someone saying someone's being toxic um, and especially yeah. accusing someone of toxic positivity. Um, and there's, I basically I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's something that we need to be careful about and it's something we just need to be willing to actually think about what things are if someone tells you you know like at least this and this didn't happen and your immediate determination is you're being toxic. Yeah. <laughs> and if I keep you in my life, I will be negatively charged. Right. And it will affect my life. Right. And so that sounds ridiculous. But my point is. No, I've experienced Are you it. doing that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> are you doing that? Right. Um, and it's, it won't. Chances are, if you have, if you call yourself a Christian, 
you won't have said those exact words. Mm-hmm. My point is, are mm. you saying those? Ex- are you saying those words? Yeah. Are you saying to people or behaving right who are giving way. you like you? You need to have. There needs to be a foundation of how you determine if something is helpful and edifying, um, and whether it's not, and it's not vibes. Right. <laughs> it's not labeling other people in these like neat little categories and then being like feeling good about crossing them off right. your list. Like because I some don't th- need to deal with you anymore because you made my list of things that people do that I don't right. need to deal with. Or a lot of big, a big thing in this hashtag toxic positivity is a workplace. Mm. Like people are determining that their workplace is toxic yeah. And toxic positivity is kind of one of those things that you hear. Yep. Um, but if someone at your job, like if your boss tells you that you need to not let your bad attitude affect your work, that might not be toxic positive. Like, <laughs> like if he says, That's if he just says, true. if he says, <laughs> you know, you've been really rude to our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're having a hard time, but I need you to look on the bright side of things. And you're at work, leave, like leave your drama what I'm, at home. Right. And so what I'm saying is in and of itself, positivity exists. Mm-hmm. I would use words more like joy or kindness or encouragement. Mm-hmm. I think there are better words that are not so associated with new age stuff, but it's not, I, I will still use the word positive. I'm not language police here and I'm not going to yeah. language police myself. Right. Um, but I guess it's just, it's just another way we see people and even Christians just being very, um, flagrant Mm -hmm. with the type of things that we accept Mm -hmm. and the type of teaching that we're willing to receive. Mm -hmm. The truth is there are going to be people, um, that don't say the right thing to you. Right. What's your responsibility in that? Right. Well, it's to be faithful, to be kind, to be loving, to be gracious, to be obedient to the Lord's commands, yeah. to to forbear with people. Right. And um, I'm actually I'm super glad you brought this up because I feel this topic up because I think there's probably opportunity for people to maybe like read some of the stuff I say online or some of the things that you and I say about obedience, like just be faithful, just Mm -hmm. be obedient. Like, or like God is sovereign. Right. You know? (laughs) Right. And for people to be like, well, but like, what, how are you not doing that? And I think there's some really, there's some category errors there. And this actually opens the door for me to answer a question. Somebody asked us, um, on Facebook that has been like, gnawing at me where like they left this comment and they asked this question. It was a really great question, but I was like, this is not a Facebook answer. This is, Mm -hmm. this is a discussion. This is a larger discussion that like is worth the time because, um, I had posted this John Flavel quote, uh, that said your own discontent is that which arms your troubles with a sting. You make your burden heavy by struggling under it. Did you but lie quietly under the hand of God, your condition would be much more easy than it is. Uh, And I think some of my encouragement around that might be like, well, okay, but 
that's toxic positivity. Like, what do you mean? Like, lie quietly, don't struggle. Like, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Um, And somebody did comment and say something I struggle with as a Christian is how do you train yourself to lie still? What steps do I take? I have no idea how to get there. And I think that's, that is a, (laughs) that is a question of the Christian life. So we're saying, don't be this empty, shallow, fake positive. God is not like a happiness rock that you can put in your pocket. Fake it till you make it is not a Christian (laughs) tenet. It's not in the Bible. So I started thinking about, well, what is, what is the opposite of fake positivity? And what is the opposite of, um, all kinds of sins that are natural to the flesh. And I think the answer is contentment. Contentment is the answer to, well, what do I do in situations where I can't be, I'm not going to be, I can't be fake positive. I can't just be positive. Like obviously if somebody like buys you a new car, you can feel naturally positive about that. But most of your life isn't a brand new car. So like, what is it? And so Um, I've been thinking about that question and, you know, I think one of the great like misunderstandings of contentment and of scripture, um, is, is we are called to be a joyful people and that includes in times of trouble. And when Mm -hmm. God says that he, all things are working together for our good, good, good includes the trouble. Mm -hmm. So good um, include doesn't mean your God working things for your good doesn't mean he's working things for your oxytocin release or your pleasant feelings mm-hmm. or your every joyful moment. So when Paul is teaching on contentment and his two major teachings on com- contentment are in Philippians and in Colossians. Um, but he, he was in jail when he wrote mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, and, it, it, he, and he wasn't sitting in jail going, I'm not in jail. <laughs> I'm on the beach. This is that's the not, best. That's not what he was doing. Um, you know, so contentment, very simply put, is a deep satisfaction with the will of God. And I think um, we, we falsely believe that our good means our in-the-moment, immediate, pleasant feeling. So once, so then, <laughs> you know, the next step is like, okay, well, then what am I supposed to be content with? How do I deal with the trouble? What do I do with it? Um, and when Paul says rejoice always, he isn't saying, yay, I'm in jail. <laughs> you know, he's saying, yay, I know Jesus. Mm-hmm. I have God. Like this joy and this contentment that he's anchoring everything in, this positivity, because those are good things, is not this momentary pull yourself up by the bootstraps kind of thing. He is anchoring it in who God is, what God has done, what God is doing, um, and not in how much he's enjoying that particular trial or that particular day. Um, and so I think, you know, having trouble doesn't mean we, we, we need to cover it up with fake positivity or fake happiness. Like you can't, you can't shame or convince yourself into Christian contentment. God is the one that sends us our trials. And ultimately all of our complaints in our trials are going to be complaints against the one who sent them. Mm -hmm. And that is God. Um, So Paul gives us the way out. Paul answers that question of 
how do I lie still um, under this? And and I think when Jonathan Flavel wrote like lie still under the hand of God, he meant like be content right. with what where God has you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Paul says that we are going to be we're going to have the peace of God and that it passes understanding. And so I think what's funny is we're already told this is this passes our understanding, mm-hmm. right? So like we should come at this from like the direction of this is going to go over my head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't from it's one me. Of the, there are many things <laughs> in the Bible where you might feel like, how could those two things like your, your human experience will say, how could those two, how do those two things exist? Right. At the same time. Right. But they do. Right. Right. And so the, that piece that is going to go over our heads, that's going to pass our understanding. Um, we're told that it guards. And so I've been doing a lot of fifth grade English. And <laughs> that means that the piece is the subject noun and guards is the verb. And mm-hmm. it's the piece that's guarding. It's not your heart that's guarding the piece. Right. Your heart... <laughs> is not going to be able to guard the peace. The peace is bigger than that. And then in Colossians, we're told that God's peace rules our hearts. So Philippians says it's guarding. Colossians says it's ruling. It is doing the action. You mm-hmm. are not doing the action. So God's peace is doing the action, not us. And what are we supposed to be doing in the meantime? Well, we're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be giving thanks. Paul tells us when we have troubles, we are to pray in this way. We let our requests be known to God. He told us not to be anxious. So you shouldn't be praying anxiously. Okay. You should not be sinning in your prayer. Don't pray anxiously. We are not guarding the peace of God. We're not praying the peace of God (laughs) into existence. Um, The peace of God is guarding us. uh, And your resolve, your desire to be at peace isn't going to do this work for you. Your resolve is useless. And it's also not what the passage tells you to do. The passage tells you do not be anxious and go to prayer with thankfulness. Um, Jesus did that in the garden and Jesus brought his petition before the Lord. He did not sin in his praying. He was like, if you can let this cup pass from me, Mm -hmm. did Jesus want the cup? No, but he, he took it and with he Thanksgiving. And he wasn't like, oh, I love this right now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that that peace that you're going to be given when you're fully trusting in God is going to be what guards you and rules you and allows you to be content. And so it's this peace that you're given that passes understanding. It's not weak. It is God's doing. It is God's work. And you need to be obedient. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are going to be like, well, how do I do that? Right. <laughs> um, is, well, you do what Paul said. You pray how you're told. Find a deep satisfaction with the will of God. Be content. Pray how you're told to pray. Say yes, Lord, to what he sent your way. And ultimately, how you don't struggle is... You don't struggle. Mm-hmm. You don't have to struggle. Right. You can say yeah, it yes, doesn't Lord. Mean, it doesn't mean you aren't. Right. That's not what we're saying. And it doesn't mean, we're, where we're not saying, remember when I said it doesn't seem like those two things are possible. It doesn't mean that we're saying in order to appear faithful, mm-hmm. 
because God has some very choice words for people who try to appear to be something that they're not. Ouch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's not about appearing faithful by, by the appearance of contentedness or peace. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's about. No. No, it's not. You're not. You're, the point isn't to a- appear that way. Ultimately, what we're telling you now is what we've always told you, which mm-hmm. is like, okay, you don't feel like obeying. That's nice. Obey. Mm-hmm. You know, your feelings are not your guide here. Right. <laughs> um, and if they, if your feelings are your guide, then that peace of God is not your, you're allowing your feelings to rule right. instead of the peace of God to rule. Mm-hmm. And that's something to repent from and right. then ask God to empower you to do ask God for that. If you feel like you can't. Well, yeah. And there, yeah, there are, I think, you know, of course that's what people, people like the like pragmatic, like, well, how, like, what are some ways to do that? But you already said perfectly fine. question. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you might not like that. How simple the answer is. Right. Cause it's a very simple answer. And, and based off of what summer said and what I said before, I, I, encourage you guys and I encourage you summer and myself to consider how often we think of peace and joy as being more of what I was talking about, which is this like gas tank of positive feelings and vibes Mm -hmm. and what you just said, which is a piece that is extra. It's not from us and it's already there. Mm -hmm. It's God's work. Yeah. That's what we trust in. I don't remember somewhere at the end of Colossians one, Paul is talking about how he strives, he's striving and he's working for the churches um, and he's doing it by God's power. Like Mm -hmm. all this, he's saying like this struggling and this striving that I'm doing, it's not me that has the power to do it. Like I, this is God who's working through me. And so, no, none of us, I think of our own accord can honestly be like, (laughs) yay, cancer. Um, and we're not saying that you need to, what we are saying is that even in the, the bleakest of moments, your, the peace that's going to guard you is not up to your ability to muster. And if you want it, then you look to God and you say, yes, God, I trust you. And that should be great news. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let that be bad. Don't hear that and be like, well, but what do I, what can I do? It should nothing. be great. <laughs> almost nothing. You can do almost nothing. No, you yeah, can pray and say, yes, Lord. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you can do. You can, you can talk Trust to God. your spouse and your friend <laughs> that will, that is also faithful. You can do many, many things. Yeah. I mean, we already know the practical yeah. ways that we can. There is good work for you to do, but right. it's all going to be happening. You're going, all the good work that you do is done because God empowered it and God, God is doing that work. So Uh, there is no, there is no positivity mm -mm. moving in the universe. Right. Other than (laughs) the positive things, not chart. It's not energy. No. Other than the things that God has decreed. Right. So yeah, pray, say yes, Lord, go to God with thankfulness I don't remember. I was listening to someone the other day and they were like, uh, sin doesn't sinning in your words or sinning with your worry or something doesn't become not sin because you said, uh, dear father in heaven before it, you know? So just keep that in mind. (laughs) And we also, and you also don't get to reject the exhortation Mm -hmm. of others because you 
you think it's too upbeat. Oh, exhortation. We should talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there don't just don't be quick to label something. I've many, many times. So sometimes people are insensitive and you may be like, oh, why did they have to say that to me? That's like going to bother me. But you know what else inspires those feelings is when someone tells you something you need to hear. <laughs> so like also then. <laughs> so my point is just don't subscribe to t- positivity, yeah. negativity, vibes. Yeah. And and just um and if any well and what honestly what made me so interested in the article is I was wondering how often I become the arbiter of what's positive mm. and negative mm-hmm. and th- basically just how much this sort of idea, this philosophy of positivity right. has affected the way I think of how I'm to behave and what my life is. Right. And um, it's just one of those, those little hidden mm-hmm. insidious things that has mm-hmm. crept into our brains from growing up in a secular nation. Yeah. And be careful. Peel it out. <laughs> All right. Well, do, hey, do we have anything else for them? I don't think so. I don't. Hey, so join us at Book Club. And if you don't mm-hmm. want to join us at Book Club, that's fine. Still support us <laughs> at <laughs> patreon.com slash theologians. Um, and you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. And you can buy a t-shirt at shopsheologians.com. You can. You can. You can buy a mug. You can buy a mug. Um, for those of us who have January birthdays, yes, we still need presents. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't get us in December. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have for this week. I'm in March, so yeah. I haven't had to experience that. I'm in oh, like, it's bad. I, my birthday is in like a weird, um, holiday lull. lull. Yeah. So I, I haven't. Mine's in I the can't. holiday hangover. Yes. <laughs> where everyone's right. in pain right. from, from and just like, all of it. And the, well, and they're not. They're poor because they just spent all their money, but they also right. got a lot of money potentially, <laughs> but it's theirs but it's and they their don't want to spend it money. on you. Yeah. <laughs> so pray for all of us. I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. I know I'm going to get exactly what I want. All right. Anyway, that's it for this week. And we'll see you guys next week. See ya. See ya.